Welcome everybody, this is your host Val Ojeda, conservative talk with Val Ojeda, it's Thursday the 28th, 2021. Uh, today, Wall Street was in a frenzy, as you heard, uh, Reddit was all over the place with Trump supporters having to buy up stock and GameStop and making and producing millionaires overnight. The oligarchs in Wall Street, uh, the ones, the shot callers were panicking and seeing that these regular blue-collar workers that really never traded before, but they were getting tips to do it, to actually, they were encouraged to go and buy stock to make some money. And who would have known out of this, the stock that was out of nowhere of a, of a game, um, video game store, that they bought the stock and the stock was high. They made the money cashed out, it was real, uh, the price was high, the oligarchs seen what was going on, they were putting a frenzy, they were trying to bring the price of the stock down, and eventually they were able to uh, quarter the market and have to, they bought the company so they could, that they was doing the trade with, and so therefore they weren't accepting any more trades. And so now it's in court. Millionaires are produced. It's too late. Um, there's still a lot of uh, trades out there. With the, it was, I think it was about $20, $20 a trade, you know, where um, the price is being brought down to about $10. Bucks. But, um, but still, you know, they lost. The oligarchs, they were threatened. And it was, um, it was a good day for the little guy. So I hope they use that money wisely. They donate to, you know, their local conservative races for 2022. I know it's a little down the road, but uh, they could take some money away from that. But I wish them well. Uh, another thing going on this week was, of course, with Senator Rand Paul. As you know, he forced a vote with the Republicans to show their hands as far as where they were going to vote for this impeachment. A lot of discussions was going on, rumors that there was going to be a lot of Republicans voting with the Democrats for this uh, impeachment trial. Um, Nancy Pelosi, she was able to bring the articles of the impeachment to the Senate Monday, and they wanted to push this impeachment right away. Originally, they were supposed to wait 100 days and then have to do the trial, of course, after President Trump left. But seeing that how spiteful and they are, they wanted retaliation or retribution, that they wanted to do this now while this, and the emotions are still high from the storm of the Capitol. They feel if it was going to be 100 days from now, the Republicans would still wouldn't be mad at the president anymore. But if they could do it now, they could still find Congress, oh, I'm sorry, Republican senators they were so upset at the president that they could get votes to convict. So they received the articles of impeachment from Nancy Pelosi Monday. Chief Justice Roberts, he made a decision he was not going to go ahead and preside over the trial because he found it unconstitutional. Why? Because the president was already removed. The Constitution says when it comes to the impeachment of a president, 
The only reason is for his removal, not for punishment, but removal from office. Now, the only president that's in office right now is Joe Biden, and he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he has, but as far as for this impeachment and the reason that someone's being impeached, I mean, he can't be impeached for it. President Trump, he's in Mar-a-Lago. He's not president anymore. So who's going to be to be removed? Nobody. It's done. It's a done deal. It's it's, a, it's dead in the water. So J- Chief Justice Water says, well, I'm not going to preside over this sham impeachment. So I recuse myself. Then Camilla Harris, being the number two person, being the president of the Senate, she says, well, I can't do this either because this could be a conflict of interest. I could actually run against President Trump in 2024. So I'm going to recuse myself as well. And so the next person that's in line is a third person that's the most powerful person in the Senate is Patrick Leahy. And so he ended up becoming and sworn in as the arbitrator and the president of the Senate. And he's going to be trying the trial over the impeachment for Donald Trump. But he ended up having problems. Uh, He ended up having a stroke or a heart attack uh, that night. So he ended up becoming incapacitated. And it's just, I mean, the story keeps on getting better and better. But there was a forced vote with um, Rand Paul. And when it came down to it, only five senators decided to side with the Democrats. Only five. And they need 17 votes. 17 votes to convict. And so these 45 senators, you know, they showed their hands and said, you know what, whatever it may be, maybe we are still pissed at President Trump over the storm in the Capitol on June 6th. But we're going to do what's right. And we just know from the bottom of our hearts that he didn't incite violence, that he never caused insurrection. And so we're not going to vote to convict. And so... His benefits are in place, and so Russ assured that he's able to run in 2024. And so being in mar the president, is with his advisors, and he's looking at this, and right now he's ecstatic. You know, it's just, he's being prepared for a long impeachment, but now that there's not going to be any votes for the uh, Democrats to push this, it's not going to go anywhere. There will be hearings, there will be a trial, but when it comes down to it, when there's a vote, it's not going to happen. Just like the many thousands of times they introduced the legislation to rid uh, gun, owners, uh, gun owners of the Second Amendment, and it never goes anywhere. They say they want to take away our guns, and they'll produce a bill, and then when it comes down to it for a vote, no one's going to vote for that bill, and we keep our guns. But being... Democrats are stubborn the way they are. They're going to continue doing that way anyway. So in the process, the president talked to his top aides. As we spoke about this before, he's done with the Republicans. They turned their back on him. Today, you had uh, Rona McDaniel, the Mitt Romney's niece. She's the head of the Republican National Committee that President Trump, when he was head of the Republicans, he he put her in office. She turned around and said that she's not going to support him or his run in 2024 as a Republican for President of the United States. They'd rather, she'd rather keep it neutral. And how could that be? 
I mean, this man made her. She did a horrible job having to support his uh, campaign for president, never raising money. There was no support, no volunteers, nobody canvassing, nobody knocking at doors, phone banking, nothing. There should have been at least seven fundraisers in each state, and they had nothing. No TV ads, no radio ads. There was no support, no ground support. She was the most awful RNC GOP president there was in the history of the Republicans. And and here she is, the niece of Mitt Romney, of all people. Now, I'm not going to question the president's motives. He is a president, and I respect him. I respect him in every way with his decisions. But probably there was something beyond that where he had to strike a deal to put her in that position. You know, she was young and experienced. Uh, we probably could have looked for someone older and wiser. But, you know, now with her head so big and she's making decisions that are out there, it's just, it's better that we walk away from her and the Republicans. So he's in, this, he's in discussions right now of having to create this Patriot Party. Right now it's in trademark, you know, by some individual and then you have another uh, guy that actually went and developed a political action committee as a major party with the Federal Election Commission. And so now it's having a, um, worked out the specifics as far as the name because it would either have to be the Trump Patriot Party or something to the effect. But either way, it's in, it's, it's in development. The president wants to run in 2024. He could legally, he could only one run one more term. Two, uh, the uh, the president, uh, what is it? The Constitution says that uh, a person can only serve two terms as president. And so he already served one term, and so it's going to even be one more term. And he's got it in him. He's still young. You have Nancy Pelosi; she's eighty years old, and yet she's the Speaker of the House, and she's an alcoholic, and she's still kicking. I mean, this man doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, and he's full of energy. And make no mistake, even as a former uh, president, um, right now he's vocal. I mean, Monday he announced the formation of his office, the, of the former vice president, uh, former president of the United States, Donald Trump. And what's funny is the seal that he chose to represent his office is actually the seal of the president with a circle and three stars, one big star in the middle and two smaller stars. And that signifies the big star being the presidency, the two smaller stars being two terms in office. So if he isn't a master troll at anything, that tells you right there that he's going to be president again. So he will run. He's going to have the support of the many millions of supporters he has. There was a poll put out of how many Republicans would actually follow him and the hell to run for president in 2024 need be. And out of 100% of the Republicans, 87% of these supporters would actually follow him into this new party, being the Patriot Party. I mean, that's how much they love him, that they're willing to leave, leave the Republican Party to become patriots to follow him into this new party so he can become president again. 
Not because this is a cult and they want to put him on a pedestal and make him king. It's far from that. It's just they want to make America great again. And after four years of uh, Biden, and I mean, you see this past week, we lost 35,000 jobs. He brought back the price of penicillin back to $145 from $25 by executive order. He did that just to spite the president. He pretty much ceased immigration, and right now they're fighting in the courts. He wants to give amnesty to 9 million or 11 million immigrants, illegal aliens, plus another 9 million more in the course of three years. That's going to open up the gates for entitlements where they're going to take away our food stamps, Medicare, Medicaid, even Social Security that they never bought into. But that's what we're looking at in the state of affairs with Joe Biden. They're going to have free college for all. They're going to forgive all federal student loan debt. And it goes on and on and on. And literally, they're going to have free stimulus for each family having to buy votes. And so, gee, uh, now I could even talk about them raising the federal minimum wage to $15, but the tax rate that they're looking at is going to be going to 52%. So regardless, if people are going to be making 15 bucks an hour, it's all going to be taken away again. Think about that. You make $100, the federal government's going to take $52 of it. You're only stuck with $48. Under President Trump's uh, tax bracket, it was 37%. So you're looking at almost uh, uh, 17% more in taxes you're going to pay under Joe Biden. And for a person that's going to have a family of three or four, having a mortgage payment. And by the way, the real estate, that's not going to be doing real good either. Real estate prices are going to be going up. Interest rates are going to go up. Your house payment's probably going to not double, but it's going to be close to there. And so it's just going to be awful. So after four years, even if you're a Democrat being under Biden, you're probably going to want to vote Donald J. Trump for president. You're going to make that mistake like uh, these union workers, the key uh, Keystone Pipeline workers, where they actually endorse, as Democrats, they actually endorse Biden for president, even though President Trump gave them that work. Here they are, they're building this pipeline to bring in crude oil. And the president provided that work for them. So that way they could, instead of having to use rail, you know, trains to bring that you know, that oil, they could bring it in by these pipelines. So President Trump gave him that work. They're making sixty-seven fifty an hour. So they decided to have a meeting. And because Democratic workers they are, union workers, they decide to have a vote. And they say, you know what? We're going to endorse Joe Biden for president. And day one, Joe Biden does an executive order ceasing the pipeline. And then he takes away 10,000 jobs from these people. And by the way, the reason he did it was Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett actually owns a rail that all the rail uh, lines that come from Canada, he owns. And so he donated $50 million to Joe Biden. And now that the Keystone Pipeline project's over, he doesn't have to worry about losing money 
all that oil is going to come through rail again. And so he's going to continue making billions of dollars just off of that, off of a $50 billion investment. And if that isn't a sham and that isn't paying off the government and paying off our president criminally, well, there you go. But that's the way politics works. It's about who you know and who you're going to pay off. In a case like this, Warren Buffett, he made his money, 10,000 people are out of work. And now do you think those 10,000 people are going to vote Democrat in 2024? Of course not. They're going to vote for Donald J. Trump. And just like the other Democrats that are going to be suffering from his policies, when they're going to be in competition for jobs with these people from his Hispanic nations, be it Mexico, Venezuela, Honduras, Salvador, Guatemala, Colombia, you know, they're going to be coming here in droves and they're going to be taking away our jobs and entitlements. And the Americans that are here now, they're going to have their food stamps taken away. They're going to have their housing taken away, college and education taken away. And so they're going to vote for Trump in 2024. So it's going to be a lot of changes, but, you know, keep the faith. We're going to keep on fighting. We're going to make this party and it's going to be successful. We're going to support our president. And by the way, it's going to be the policy, at least of this podcast and myself, not to recognize Joe Biden as president. There's only one president that's going to be President Trump. Joe Biden will be by his name, and that's it, no title. He's going to be an individual. He's, he, he's illegally elected. Him and his cohort, Camilla Harris. And by the way, they're not, they're not in charge right now. That's Susan Rice, his domestic, senior domestic policy advisor. She was the national security advisor under Obama. But she was placed in that position so she could run the government and just just keep her name right there near to you because I tell you, she's going to be making a lot of decisions in this government and it's not going to be good. So until next time, uh, let's keep it together. Let's support President Trump. Let's make America great again, guys. Thank you. Have a good night.